0: It's it's Tuesday the thirteenth.
1: It's a lightly spooky day. Yeah,
0: it's a just a little bit of spook, a pinch. It's
1: not Friday the thirteenth.
0: No. <laughs> who
1: was the Who was the the killer man from the Friday the thirteenth movies?
0: Um. Well, Halloween is Michael Myers, right?
1: Yeah, but Friday the thirteenth is is that Jason? Bordy? Jason.
0: I think it's Jason.
1: Let's look this up. It is. It's Jason Voorhees. Now there is one from 1989 called Friday the 13th part eight. Jason takes Manhattan. (laughs) I didn't know about. Um, So it's like today is the day that Jason's not out murdering, but he is out being a pest.
0: Sure. Jason, the menace, Jason, the menace. (laughs) It's like, it's like a weird, uh, it's, yeah, Jason takes New York is Manhattan. kind of. Only
1: Jason, one borough. He's only one man.
0: Yeah, exactly. He's not going to take all of New York, but it is kind of like a Home Alone, lost in New York kind of situation where like he maybe goes out and like murders maybe someone and then gets a large cheese pizza and eats it in a in a, in a cab.
1: So Jason goes to F A O Schwartz and is dancing on the keyboard. Yeah.
0: Like, like big <laughs> I
1: feel like Tuesday the 13th is like Jason's playing Ding Dong Ditch. Jason's maybe shoplifting a sandwich from a grocery store.
0: Also Tuesday the 13th sounds like it's the the first sequel to Friday the 13th like it's a number 2. Like mm. like uh like Alvin and the Chipmunks the squeakle. This is my sure. favorite thing is when sequels use the number two or the word sequel in as a the way to indicate that this is a sequel instead of just being like Star Wars 2.
1: So so, so, in that case, if this is your thing, this is your favorite thing in the world, we have Alvin and the Chipmunks 2, the Squeakle, mm-hmm. And what else, Josh?
0: Too Fast, Too Furious. Oh,
1: Too Fast, Too Furious. Okay. So that's two.
0: I think there are just there's an opportunity here for more movies to do this. So maybe if we thought of some other movies that we love that we wish there was a there was a sequel. I, so like for example, Mission Impossible Two should not have been Mission Impossible Two. It should have been Mission Impossible with two eyes.
1: Oh, okay. See, that's really good, and I like it being for movies that um, are pretty serious too, not like sure really campy. So like Shawshank Redemption.
0: So this one would be back
1: in action.
0: (laughs) Uh, Shawshank -er. Redemptioner.
1: More Shaw, more 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 redemption.
0: Yeah, Shawshankier redemption. (laughs) Welcome to Being Earnest, a very sincere podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Paula, and we are here to bring you the earnest and sincere topics of the day. Howdy, Paula. What's our topic this week?
1: Our topic is leaves.
0: Part of me heard that as like you just signed off. Leaves. Goodbye. Paula is taking her computer screen and and closing. It was it
1: kind out. of a visual gag, but I yeah, think it worked.
0: It definitely worked. Listeners at home, let us know if it worked.
1: <laughs> Josh, what do you think of leaves? It's kind of a top. It's kind of the the top of everyone's mind right now. It's kind of what everyone is thinking about tweeting about posting about definitely yeah. the number one news in America right now is leaves
0: <laughs> right is leaves beautiful um, leaves <laughs> yeah I mean so I I've said this before on the podcast maybe as recently as last week um time. I am time is immaterial and flat and circular um you know that on an article that comes out on the first day of fall every year where it's like Mr. Autumn prances around or whatever. Yeah. Like here comes Mr. Autumn and it's like a dude with a beard and a cowl neck sweater and a scarf. Yeah, yeah it's me. The whole yeah. thing is me. So I I so here's what I feel about leaves is that like on the one hand, this is my peak autumn is my peak attractiveness. Okay. Like I am I am most attractive in in autumn. Okay. Um and leaves are an important part of that whole vibe. Now, leaves themselves, kind of like snow, very beautiful to look at, frustrating to deal with.
1: But you just like them as kind of a backdrop to your own beauty.
0: Yeah, totally. It really accentuates the kind of uh, natural undertones of my of you know my eyes sure. and other and my hair and things like that. So, I, really, what I'm saying is, it's all about me, and it's always been about me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of like um, you just like the way the leaves reflect in the sparkle of your eyes.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it just sense. feels right.
1: It just feels like you.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's like if I were to take one of those cheesy Macy's uh like photos where there's like seasonal backdrops. Sure. And things like that or props like me with a very large maple leaf kind of like leaning on a on a stump is like really what feels right for me.
1: I think that you should probably get that. Yeah. I think that you I mean this is you and I think you should embrace it and you know, put it out there into the Fully world. Fully
0: masked.
1: Fully masked. Fully masked.
0: Um what about you Paula? How do you feel about leaves? Like um <laughs> End of episode.
1: End of episode. <laughs> Goodbye. Um I don't know. I mean I always like I'm always like, yeah, I like fall. And then fall happens. And I'm like, I freaking love fall.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had a, um, I had a, a playwriting professor, which uh, side note, what, a, what did I do with all of that tuition money? But I wrote a little play that turned out to be the natural. Um, <laughs> I didn't write the natural. I wrote a bad version of the natural.
1: I don't know what the natural is.
0: It's a sports movie.
1: Oh then I it's got now? Robert Redford. Hot.
0: Yeah. 70s Robert Redford, too. Ooh,
1: okay.
0: Yeah, a lot of cheekbone. Um Google that. 70s Robert. <laughs> the book and man. So one of the things it's a it's kind of like a it's a it's a writing tool, but it's also a like tech Silicon Valley efficiency thing is something called, you know, like Pomodoros. So
1: Yes, when you told me about this, this changed my game.
0: Yeah, so this is actually, it's both earnest advice and hopefully a fun story. But my earnest advice is if you're getting stuck in terms of trying to figure out how to be productive, whether that's generating a lot of content, whether that's um, just getting tasks done, um, you should get a kitchen timer or just use your computer because... You can set a kind of timer. Um, but it's named a pomodoro because of that like tomato timer, you know, those like classic ones that you'd put on the They should uh,
1: call it a tomato effect then.
0: Yeah, <laughs> the tomato effect.
1: Yes, that sounds cuter. Pomodoro.
0: But basically what you're doing is you're time boxing yourself to 20 minutes or 30 minutes or 45 minutes. Um and you work and you try to just turn off the internal editor within that time. And when the timer goes off, you have to stop. You finish your sentence, you have to stop, and you have to walk away. But the part that I think is essential to this is then you take a a short period of time. So, for example, if you did 45 minutes, you take 15 minutes. You have to walk away, you don't think about it, and you, in the words of Marcus Gardley, do something pleasurable for yourself. So you, like, get yourself a little treat. So you reward yourself for... Doing that thing, and then you go back to it, and the idea is that every time you go back to it, you maybe do two or three cycles. The amount of time it takes for you to be efficient uh, reduces every time. So you might get like 10 minutes of good writing from that first rotation. You might get 25 minutes from that second one, and the third one is almost all efficient, and then you're burnt out, and but you've gotten a lot of work done. But that idea of like giving yourself a little treat for doing just a little bit of anything is I'm totally behind, especially in a pandemic.
1: Wouldn't it be so funny if true fall fashion you got yourself a little pumpkin spice latte for every one.
0: Yeah, I'm imagining it like you know how cats have like timed feeders where yeah. it'll just be like and it like gives them a little treat. I'm imagining that or like a hamster yeah. like with kinda, the water with the water but it's a pumpkin spice latte and you can only take a drink once you finish 45 minutes of writing a screenplay. <laughs> <laughs> I will say my other advice of the week is that oat milk makes everything feel cozier. So even if you're not lactose intolerant, I would highly recommend getting some oat milk lattes, some whatever you want there, because it just feels very autumnal. It's going to feel very much in the season. And uh, I highly recommend it. Now I did read something recently that Oatly is kind of a terrible company. I haven't done enough.
1: Don't buy it. Don't buy it from Oatly. Buy from a different company. Yes, like a big a big Trump org just bought them. Yes, um, I mean, but you also got to do what you got to do. I don't know what to tell you. Everybody's owned by crappy places. So, but you know, my 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 earnest advice of the week is if you want to make things a little bit even more autumnal, go outside. You take a handful of leaves, crush it up, you sprinkle it on top. Isn't that what? It's so it makes everything look beautiful. Looks like Instagram. It's like, it's like full. it's like you're becoming it.
0: Yeah, no, and I think for, specifically for you, Paula, it really, the thing about autumn is that it's nostalgic and it's a thing that really makes us, you know, like really feel like connected with ourselves. And I think the fact that you're not drinking whole milk anymore, if you crumble up those leaves, it will make you barf in a way that you have in in previous, uh, previous (laughs) versions of. of Let's dial this
1: back. Do you think... Do you think eating a handful of leaves would make you barf? If they're the right leaves. Okay, I'm saying leaves that have, are a little dried, recently fallen, not walked upon. Not, there's no dog pee on it, nothing like sure. that. Sure, you, you are-
0: It hasn't rained recently.
1: It hasn't rained recently. It has recently fallen. These are about as fresh, but dried- so you can crumble them. You're not ripping them. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it's almost like you've put them through like a dehydrator. Yeah. Kind of situation. We're
1: crumbling up three freshly fallen leaves, you're putting it on top of a latte and, and you drink it. Oat milk latte, so no dairy. You think you're gonna puke from that? I don't think I, so. I think it depends on the leaf because some
0: some trees are poisonous.
1: I don't think we're talking about like an oak tree.
0: I'm pretty sure oak is poisonous. <laughs> I don't think maybe I'm thinking poison Oak. I Um, think
1: you're thinking of poison Oak. I think you would actually be like, I I feel like it
0: would be healthy. Yeah. I I guess here's what I would say. i would say let's try it. Let us know. (laughs) Assuming that it is not a poisonous variety of tree. I think it would have a neutral effect. Maybe.
1: I think it would probably taste bad. I think it would be like, why did I spend money? Whether you made it at home or not, like, or bought it out. This this latte cost money. And yeah, you would am be like, why did I ruin it a little bit?
0: Yeah, but I'm sure that there is some high-end restaurant that's like really leaning into this idea. Mm. And they're like, you can have crumb. This is topped with uh, leaves from a 200-year-old tree.
1: Does that sound like you would eat it? I think I would eat it.
0: I don't think I would eat it.
1: You're in a nice restaurant. I'll tell you what, Josh. You go to a nice restaurant. You're eating what they tell you to eat.
0: Right. If they're serving it to me, I'll be like, okay, they know better. Wow. That actually sounds amazing. (laughs) What wine would you pair with that?
1: (laughs) Ooh, is this a Cabernet? Yeah, you really get like
0: those earthy tones. There's a real umami to this. earthy.
1: Yes. (laughs) I was supposed to go to a, uh, notice I say supposed to go. It did not go. I was supposed to go to a nice restaurant once. Um, And then COVID happened. And I, every, they change seasons. And so I would have been there during the hunting and gathering season. Mm. And I was very, extremely nervous because they're known for just serving crap you find. So it'll be like, bug, <laughs> mushroom. <laughs> Can you imagine paying money? Luckily, I wasn't paying money, I was a guest. Can you imagine paying money for someone to go, I found this in the woods this morning? Absolutely not. If I'm paying money, I want that to be as manufactured as possible.
0: <laughs> I don't know that I have a story here, but did you see that picture <laughs> where oh, that's some such
1: a good way to start some to start a segment? I, I don't know, know if this is a thing.
0: <laughs> there is a like 1400 year old ginkgo tree in <gasps> Japan. that...
1: almost as old as me. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful
0: uh the that is an enormous t- ginkgo tree that is bright yellow right now and from the aerial shots of it it is bright yellow and then there's this like beautiful like bloom of leaves in a perfectly circular pattern below it um that have fallen to the ground and it's so serene and just makes me so happy on a just basic fundamental evolutionary level
1: yeah yeah and
0: then i was thinking about who has to rake those leaves
1: do not envy them
0: do not envy them at all
1: well it's probably like they also probably caught it on the one day it looks good because that's right. the thing they forget to talk about fall it's like okay it still looks like summer it's slightly changing it is beautiful for this one day now it's dead
0: yeah it's like a uh, it's yeah, it's a very, very ephemeral moment of like this worked right now, right now, right now, right now. Okay, and now we're not gonna have it for another year. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed it. Now all the leaves are wet and you have to put them under this tarp. Did yeah, you have- Josh. No. I l- listeners, here's a spoiler alert. Josh and I sometimes talk when we're not on the podcast. Sometimes. We try it- to keep it to a minimum. <laughs> <laughs> Just in code.
1: Um this is we a only talk in now. French. <laughs> Bonjour. This is a few times now that you have mentioned tarps in relation to raking leaves. And I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Okay. So, growing up, (laughs) I am from Acton, Massachusetts, as listeners will know. Acton, Massachusetts is somewhere where if you were like, I really want to see the fall leaves and New England has beautiful fall leaves, like you'd drive to the Acton, Massachusetts area and places a little bit further west from there to, like, see all the trees and all their glory. Mm -hmm. So it's very beautiful. We also had a number of trees at my childhood home. And my childhood home is also, like, the driveway is uphill, so it's, like, on a slope. Okay. Which just means that there were a lot of trees and a lot of uphill to, to rake. So we'd rake all the leaves. You know, that's the first part. There's a whole strategy to it. You want to keep the, the leaves moving. Um, you know, you can't just like drag them. You want to kind of create like a, like a vortex kind of situation. So that they like pick themselves up. You get yeah. them in a big pile. You jump in pile. You laugh, have nice fall photo, whatever it is. Then you have to re rake them. The way that we would get rid of the leaves is my dad would pull out one of two enormous, like Home Depot blue, uh, like synthetic tarps. Okay, you know the like, just like a big no, I, like.
1: I know what a tarp is. Yeah, sure,
0: sure, 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 sure. I'm familiar. Yeah, we'd we would lay <laughs> that out. Yeah, <laughs> we would lay that out. Get all the leaves onto the tarp and then just drag them uphill. And dump them behind our, like behind our backyard.
1: This is—I'm really obsessed with this story because this is not a thing that everyone across America is doing. Sure. But somewhere in your head, it is lodged in there so deep as a classic Americana fall memory.
0: Yeah, classic childhood chore.
1: And I—I I really love it. <laughs> like if you said, if you said, and then you put the leaves in a garbage bag, like that is—that is common.
0: Oh, no, 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 no. We had like a, I don't know. It was like not even compost. It was like pretending to be compost behind our, Is- like behind the backyard fence. And we drag all the leaves and it was like, all you like I, I don't know. I would make a joke here about like, oh, you know, sometimes how you put too many leaves on and it's too heavy.
1: You have found this thing that only applies to your family and your specific situation. And you are like, <laughs> I'm probably going to write an essay about it later because it's like everyone remembers this. <laughs>
0: It's I would like, love it's like, to not be the only person Where this happened But listeners at home If you want to tweet at me And be like Josh you're gaslighting us with tarps My <laughs> I am at the Josh Linden on Twitter
1: It'd be like if I was like If I was like got up And, and I did a stand up set And I was like Hey everyone You know that thing Where your your dad is in the dining room And he's go I don't know I don't have anything here sure 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 uh, uh okay what is it hey everyone uh you know that thing where your dad uh is watching uh antiques Road show and then uh he kind of is like oh do we have anything that th- this isn't a story I can't I can't think of something else that only applies to me I guess every moment of my childhood was iconic <laughs> everyone <laughs> everyone had all of it sure. now Josh you did bring up though a really good point that let's let's reverse past this this thing that Again, you have pitched to me several times as one of those moments everyone remembers. Yeah, like a nostalgic <laughs> moment,
0: like in our podcast, how we um, have lots of nostalgic things where people are like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. And that's really our evening. whole brand.
1: <laughs> um, Let's rewind because you brought up a really good point about jumping in leaves. Yes. And about how it's a good photo. Yeah. But it's not that fun.
0: No, it's not that fun. It's I not will, that fun. I will make this argument about both f- about fall leaves. You know, there's one of these every season. Let me start yeah. this over. There is an iconic seasonal thing you can do on all four seasons that seems fun on the outside, but is bad. It is just ultimately bad in reality. Fall. Okay. Jumping in ju- leaves. Jumping in leaves. Winter. Winter Snow angels.
1: I was just gonna say snow angels. Cold as hell. Doesn't really
0: look like an angel. I no. mean, I guess kinda. Yeah, it's like, ha, oh, this is fun. This is fun. Oh, there's snow down my pants. Yeah, now I'm miserable. Now I'm very cold and wet. Spring. Uh, like getting caught in the rain. Oh yeah.
1: For? Oh, summer. 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 Uh, getting buried in sand. That's really good. That's really true. Um, well, All you know of what these are is- wet and or itchy. It's because all those things were kind of became popular in the past. And as we know, everything in the past was horrible.
0: Yes. I think that 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 is really – you're making an amazing point here, Paula. Because like this – it's like a – you know how old people candy is like not that good? Or like – I'm going to make a big statement here. The Lord of the Rings books are not that good. They're just – New. They were new for the time. No one had thought of this kind of thing. But, like, no one needs three pages of describing the, like, the meadows leading up to a mountain.
1: But the meadows were so pretty. They were.
0: And the world building is beautiful. But it's not, like, necessarily, like, the storytelling is not necessarily superb in its, in its form. It's right. just that, like, this was a thing that had not happened before. My point is, I don't think people, like... Made snow angels until 1910, and they were like, This is the tops! Yeah,
1: they were they, they we don't have free else. time
0: before. <laughs> wow, we've been, we've been working the land until now, but since the industrial revolution, I have leisure time. You know, my favorite
1: thing about the snow angel is it's not the factory I'm stuck in,
0: <laughs> yeah, right. This <laughs> burying me in sand as I take a holiday really reminds me that I don't have a black lung. <laughs>
1: Now, I I do think that fall has maybe more of those moments where it it is on paper so fun and then in reality is not. Jumping in leaves is just jumping in dirt. Leaves are itchy. It crumbles under you. Yes. Scratchy. Scratchy. Pumpkin patches.
0: Okay. Go on.
1: Here's the thing. Recently, I went to an apple orchard pumpkin patch. You think it's going to be great. So does... Everyone else in the world. Mm -hmm. So thousands of people there, they're forcing you to do the labor for them. (laughs) They're saying, we're not going to hire people to pick these apples. You pick these apples. That's wild.
0: Yep. Yeah. It's almost like we have, capitalism has found a way to like commodify farming. It's like we all were agrarian. And then we weren't. And then now it's like, let me, let me charge you to go back to farming. Now I pay them
1: to get to do chores. I don't do chores on my own.
0: Yeah. It's very like Marie Antoinette pretending to be like a peasant.
1: Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, Also, also side note, we go to this apple orchard. No one is wearing masks. It's in Indiana. No one is wearing masks. You have to like go through this kind of enclosed space to pay my heart was pounding. I almost started a fight. In front of us was a large group of nuns refusing to wear masks. And I was like, I don't know how to handle this. <laughs> my brain was like, my brain was as, it was as if my brain had invented a Mad Lib. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and then it came true. And I was like, I don't really know how to handle this. <laughs> um,
0: Paula, but the answer us, is they were having none of it. <laughs>
1: it's like you're going through you take pictures organized religion hasn't
0: cared about people's well-being for a very long time paul
1: that's true (laughs) um so you go through this pumpkin patch apple orchard you take pictures you wind up with what things you could have got at the grocery store
0: (laughs) (laughs) but memories that last you know three weeks
1: yeah and then
0: instagram pops them up again and you're like oh remember that
1: oh those pictures are nice (laughs) I like, I like my apples, too, just covered in... um, Like, I want them to have as many chemicals as possible.
0: Interesting. You
1: know, I want them to be the size of softballs. I don't want them to go bad for months. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> don't give me those little crappy ones I picked myself.
0: I'm realizing I'm having a... Maybe this is the, the first time I've said a sentence like this in my life. But... <laughs> Paula, doesn't it feel like there were a lot less varieties of apples when we were younger? Like, back in my day, there were like three types of apples.
1: uh, I mean, yes, you're right. (laughs) That was the most old man sentence anyone's ever said. I know. Okay, if you had to name a breed of apple right now,
0: what Mm. would you name it? Right now, go. Oh, a new one? A new one? Uh, uh, Wagon wheel. Love it. Because it's got to be a little bit folksy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it
0: does. What about you? What's your, new, what's your new uh, species okay. of apple? Tell
1: me when to go. Tell me when to go.
0: Three, two, one, go. Uh, Cup phone. <laughs> Are you Kaiser again? Yeah, I'm just looking around. <laughs> <laughs> it's a
1: baking apple. Cup phone is a baking apple. <laughs> you don't need it.
0: No, I hate to bring the mood down here.
1: But one of the
0: things about leaves falling that is always a little bit kind of sad is that it does mean that those leaves are dying.
1: Right.
0: Paula, I'd like to ask you this question. Could the leaves remind us that they're dying more overtly?
1: (laughs) Instead like, of being beautiful and photographable and like a nice drive, it's like they just scream when yes. they fall. Ah!
0: <laughs> and I, no! am gonna, I am gonna throw in a quick content warning here that we are gonna talk about this for a minute. I know this is a very like tumultuous and scary time, and like death is very much around us right now. So if you want to skip ahead a couple of minutes, that's fine. But we are gonna talk about screaming leaves for a little bit. <laughs> Screaming Leaves, also great band name. Oh, that's so <laughs> sick.
1: Get the hell over, smashing pumpkins. Yeah. No one, say- wo- no one cares about you in your little tea shop in Highland Park, Billy. He had a tea <laughs> shop in Highland Park.
0: I Park. do yeah. love this idea of like the smashing pumpkins uh uh like band ver- universe of like smashing pumpkins, screaming mm-hmm. leaves. Oh, uh, it's just punk fall. Yeah, punk fall. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Crushing boots.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, Choking scarves.
1: (laughs) Punching apple, caramel
0: apples. Yeah, there you go. Um, But yeah, no, what if the, what if the, the, I'm also thinking both that like, yes, if leaves fell down and were screaming, but also what if they guilt, what if they like guilted you on their deathbed? You know what
1: I mean? Uh, (laughs) Oh, oh. Yes, or what if they made you do them, like, their bidding? Yeah, right, exactly. Like, they so were like, I can't have peace until you <laughs> murder this man. And you're like, this is... Why? Why is
0: this on me? Why is this on me? And they're like, I've been an old oak tree in your in your yard for since you were a little boy, Josh. You <laughs> can't do special. me this one with one favor to bring me solace. There's and there's thousands of and them. there's thousands, and they all have different requests. Yes, every single one. Wait, hold on. If you don't do the bidding of a leaf, does that mean they have unfinished business? Which means are there ghost leaves? <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what if what if there are ghosts, ghosts do exist, but it's all of the leaves that fall every year whose bidding oh. and business is undone? Can
1: you imagine?
0: The I universe heard- is chock-a-block full.
1: You are constantly cutting through ghost leaves. Can you imagine waking up in the middle of the night, you hear a like, you hear something scary. Your eyes flutter open and hovering above you is just a leaf, like a like a transparent leaf. That's scarier than a person, I think. Or just like yeah, a sentient,
0: uh, <laughs> a sentient ghost pile of leaves.
1: What the <sighs> heck is that thing? I think that's scarier.
0: <laughs> yeah, it would be because you're like this. It is both scary, and my brain can't understand it.
1: Right. Right, and that's even
0: worse. It's even worse. And you, like, can't really understand it because it doesn't have the power of speech. Right, and then it pulls out a chalkboard, like, a, a ghost chalkboard and it starts like, walking you through that. it. And you're like, it's 3 a.m. And it, like, taps the ruler, like, like no, this is important. You have to listen.
1: And also, it's not in English. It's in, like, a weird leaf
0: language. Yeah, so first it has to teach you the language of the trees. And then and, and, and then you have to understand time. the language of the wind.
1: Every type of tree has a different version. Yeah, So exactly. it's, like, it's like, okay, just when you start to understand what oak leaves want.
0: Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. I
1: feel like that we we were, like, very sensitive, as we should be, and gave a content warning, being like, I think we're going to get a little deep with this. And now we're like, what if leaves were ghosts? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Don't um, trust us with anything.
0: Now, what would you want to inherit from a leaf? Let's say they all have wills. Last they don't will have and a lot will.
1: to offer me. You know? <laughs>
0: it's like. What? A sense of whimsy? Yeah. I was going to say, like, Paula, and to Paula's gags, I give the last of my chlorophyll. <laughs>
1: I'd be like, okay. I
0: Thank can't do anything with I can't. I,
1: I like that we have, okay, in this version of reality, though, too, we're like the two people that, like, the leaves are like, they understand, and we don't. <laughs> We're like, just leave us alone.
0: Huh? Leave us alone.
1: This is the crappiest, um, like, spin off of the TV show Medium.
0: Yeah. I was going to say it's like a really bad The Shining. <laughs> <laughs> like, I see dead leaves. It's like, yeah, everyone sees dead leaves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. You're a morbid child.
1: <laughs> this leaf's last request is I blow in your face. Like, Stop! Okay.
0: No, that's bad. It's COVID. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What if every? Also, okay. One more question here. What if every leaf is trying to kill you? <gasps> they're all murderers. Yeah, they're but all they're bad at it. When they're yeah, exactly. They're just not good no, at he, it. They're all like okay. every one of them has the independent thought. Like, okay, I'm gonna fall down. And I'm going to slash their neck so hard. And it like just lands on your shoulder and you're like, Ugh. Uh, or they're like, I'm going to get gunked up in this car engine and make this car stop. And you're like, windshield wipers.
1: Get out of here. Get out of here. You.
0: Yeah. They're all like- chaotic evil.
1: Yeah. And also bugs.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Just put that in there. They're all bad. They're all bad. Um, Josh, what is something that, okay. So leaves fall off trees every year. The tree yes. itself is not dead. No. The trees are hibernating. I don't know. I'm not going to look They're molting, up. kind of. Whatever. Whatever. What is something on humans that would be fun if it fell off every year and then re-sprouted in the spring?
0: Mm. So I'm going to go back to the very beginning. But, like, what if we all grew and then lost umbilical cords?
1: Ew! <laughs> <laughs> would it be considered impressive if you had, a, like, a long umbilical cord? Or would it be, like...
0: Gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, like, given how our culture works, I feel like it would uh, be really impressive if you had a long umbilical cord if you were a guy. But if you were a woman, we'd like look down on. <laughs> but then women <laughs>
1: would take it back. Yeah. Um. It would. I'm picturing because it's it's of course Fashion Week. It's Fashion Month. Just sure. in New York. Just had Paris. I'm picturing the Dior fashion show. They're walking down the runway and it's just umbilical cords <laughs> covered in like scarves. Like they're kind of finding like fun ways to dress it up.
0: Mm-hmm. There's a little glove. <laughs> um, but something that stays on the body past. I birth. mean, hair
1: is the obvious one. Yeah, right? yeah. Like every year. And then that's why you need hats in the winters because your hair falls off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I do kind of. That is the opposite of what I was thinking. Is that like, what if we just grew fur for winter and then it fell off in summer? The opposite. But I do like that you yours is not helpful for winter.
1: No, no, something has gone wrong in evolution.
0: Sure. Well, let's let's follow this uh, this train of thought for a minute. So trees, and this could big. be completely trees wrong. Trees, trees big. very big. Yeah. Trees very big. Lose leaf. Because not as much sunshine, don't need sunshine. I don't know. Uh, therefore, like trying to, it's almost like you are trying to like conserve energy in the smallest amount possible, right? Right. So then, if I follow that train of thought, like, what if we all lost our pinkies for the winter? Oh, wouldn't that be weird? <laughs> you just like, there was like so, all this this literature, and everyone's like, Yes, in summer you have ten fingers and ten toes, and in winter you have eight.
1: And then and then sometimes it would be like you would be talking to someone and it would just fall off.
0: Yeah. Or similarly, teeth. Oh God, no, I don't like that at all. I don't like that at all. <laughs> they grow back. No, yeah, I know in this reality they grow back, but like it's supposed,
1: you're supposed to be eating soups in the winter.
0: smooth foods in winter smoothies soups mashed potatoes (laughs) like old people food in the winter yeah i just there's something visceral that i really don't like about the idea of losing my teeth in the winter just that like one day you're just (laughs) well they don't all come out at once Oh, it's that is like no. I was thinking it's worse if it's one by one, but it is kind of funny if it's all at once. <laughs> it's just like you bite it. And uh, you're like, oh, okay, never mind. Oh, it's time. Well,
1: if we were like trees too, they would have to start changing colors. <laughs> so it's like oh, they're they're no. perfect right now, but then like it's and it's beautiful. Everybody's Instagramming them, kind of when they're red. <laughs>
0: On oh, different people's teeth turn different colors based on genetics.
1: What color teeth do you think yours would turn into?
0: Yellow.
1: I s- I feel like you have a blue teeth energy.
0: Blue? No, yeah. no leaves turn blue. It-
1: uh, teeth are different. <laughs> Josh, you know, um, a wild thing happens in the English language. What? Where sometimes a word can mean multiple things. Sure. For example. Um, uh, for example Red
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, For color Yeah And also uh, Leaves could be things on trees Or walking out a door
0: Yes <laughs> Yes. <laughs> this has been Paula's English <laughs> Corner <laughs> Homophones baby
1: <laughs>
0: Homophones with Paula's gags
1: Yeah Welcome back. You're listening to Homophones with Paula Skaggs. <laughs> I'm your host, Homophone. <laughs> um, I don't know why I was like an after hours radio show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um,
0: All that everyone wants to listen to in the wee hours of the weekend is <laughs> words that sound the same. Which one am I saying? It's an audio medium. <laughs> there. 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 <laughs>
1: Uh, all right, so 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 leaving, walking out a door. Let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> you like to do it? Haven't done that in a few months. Haven't done it in a while.
0: <laughs> um, remember leaving things. Remember leaving your house. <clears throat> remember leaving a party early.
1: Oh, an Irish goodbye. Hmm. Well, uh, well, there's two. There's leaving a party early, and then there's just walking out the door.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: I love to just walk out a door. I love to just walk out a door, but then I always feel immediately so guilty, so Mm. panicked. I text everyone. Sorry, I had to go. I wasn't feeling good. (laughs) 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 So despite being very Irish, can't do an Irish goodbye.
0: Mm, Interesting. Interesting. The thing that I haven't had to do in a while is, so there is the just kind of like you just walk out and you leave and then people text you and you're like, where'd you go? And you're like, then you text the next morning and you were like, oh, I just, I had, I had to go. I wasn't feeling well or whatever. But like there is that balance of how many people do you say goodbye to? Yeah. And do people make the cut?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, I mean, we're Midwesterners, so you got to start saying goodbye two hours.
0: sure you come in you 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 appear yeah and then you you say hello and you're immediately starting to say goodbye
1: yeah because it's gonna take you you got to make a connection with even the people you didn't see even people you didn't talk to in the midwest it takes a heck of a long time to leave also okay go on
0: no no please you were on a roll
1: oh please you are
0: remember trying to say goodbye to your crush Like, like, like when you like you say goodbye to someone, you know, near them. And then you like try to make sure that you have like a meaningful goodbye. Well, goodbye. Yeah. Or just like, it was great seeing you. And sometimes they're like, yeah. And it's just the name. What's your name? I was like we talked for 15 minutes. We talked about that podcast.
1: You're like, I'll send you the link to that. They're like, to what?
0: To what? You don't have my number. And you're like, and and they're like, goodbye.
1: Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, I guess.
0: Yeah, exactly. I could use some followers.
1: (laughs) Um, you know, okay, so Irish goodbye is just walking out. Yes. Midwestern goodbye is deeply looking in everyone's eyes, having a meaningful goodbye conversation. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: Having, referencing something important from the conversation that you had because you did have to have an important conversation with them before this point.
1: It's rude if you didn't. Uh, what... Now, what are other types of goodbyes? Sure. All right. What's up? A, a podcast goodbye is announcing your name again and asking them to do you a favor. So it'd be like <laughs> So like a podcast goodbye is walking out the door, being like, Thank you so much. I've been Paula
0: and like, rate, and subscribe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's asking a favor or it's and it's also like reminding people of how we got there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> where we are (laughs) Yeah, it's a it's a yes it's an announcement of name it is a reminder and a request it's like hey everyone this has been great uh if you know like i brought the chips Ah. i've been josh and uh if you're gonna have another party make sure to text me again goodbye (laughs) is a podcaster goodbye
1: yes okay i love the podcast goodbye i think we need to start doing that again (laughs) yeah
0: yep 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 I feel like the like Silicon Valley goodbye, asking him to invest. Oh no, I was gonna say like, oh, I gotta take this, and, and they then you just don't come back.
1: Then just leaving.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Um. Also, I think the Washington D.C. goodbye, because you know, briefly, briefly lived there, is walking up to you asking what you do, and if it's not impressive, they just walk away.
0: Yeah, and the L.A. So like
1: goodbye. What do you do? <laughs> Bye.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, and the L.A. goodbye is like we should do lunch when never do lunch.
1: Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Uh the the teacher goodbye is uh leaving but giving him homework before you go.
0: Yes, definitely. Yeah, so it'd be like, hey, Paul, it was so great hanging out. I uh read that article. Read that article. I want to hear your thoughts.
1: I want to hear those thoughts and I want to hear them in 500 words or more. Yeah. Double space. Double safe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you have your one inch margins.
1: One inch margins.
0: Yep. I feel like the like comedy writer goodbye. It's like you do the bare minimum. You've done the bare minimum of like saying goodbye to people. You just kind of like wave at everyone. And then you walk out the door and you're like, "Woo! I did that. I crushed that. What a good (laughs) session. A baker's goodbye is like, you're like, yeah, it's time to say goodbye. This is a really great idea. And then you realize that after you've started the process of doing the goodbyes and you've said all the goodbyes, you're like, this is, too much goodbyes for one person. Yeah. Like, I I should not be having this many goodbyes.
1: Oh, God. Who wants to take some of these goodbyes from me?
0: Yeah, right. Exactly. I have a lot. I cannot eat a whole loaf of goodbyes by myself. I will, but I shouldn't.
1: Uh, an astronaut's goodbye is you. you just... <laughs> you start a fire, and while everyone's looking at the fire, you just start running... <laughs>
0: Like a takeoff,
1: yeah. An astronaut goodbye. As you and Mike come outside, you start a fire, and
0: as everyone's watching, you speed away. Can I pitch you a different astronaut's goodbye? You slowly pretend like you're in zero g, and you slow mo, like goodbye, as you float while away. Everyone,
1: while everyone is watching the fire you just said. <laughs> and everyone has to clap.
0: think that's gonna do it for us
1: that's gonna do it for us
0: thank you for listening as always for another week we really appreciate it before we get to our requests and thank yous um like good podcasters we are gonna do our signature segment earnest moment of the week
1: Okay, our first imachua is from uh, the very hilarious, very talented, wonderful person, Stephanie Weber. And Stephanie, Hi, Stephanie. says... Hi, Hi, Steph. Steph says, I saw the 12-foot Home Depot skeleton in real life. I squealed. Folks, if you don't know, there is a 12-foot giant skeleton they sell at Home Depot. It Sorry, can
0: you give me that word one more time? Skeleton? Interesting. How do you say it? Skeleton.
1: No, you're wrong.
0: No, there's skeleton. another. There's another. There's. there's
1: Skeleton. Who are you? There's like three syllables. Skeleton. Skeleton.
0: Skeleton. No. Skeleton's like a last name. Skeleton. 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 Four more hours of us just saying the word. Skeleton.
1: Back anyway, there is a 12-foot skeleton. Sorry. Let me start over so Josh is happy. A 12-foot skeleton. <laughs> right, Ben. <laughs> Right there is a travel foot skeleton at Home Depot, and it is sweeping the internet. And um, it's it, there's just so many funny posts about it. I don't know how to describe. Like just
0: yeah, it's just an internet. enormous skeleton, and, it's and, just and
1: an enormous skeleton.
0: <laughs> so, uh, Paula, I do have uh, like a corollary imatua for you.
1: <gasps> skeleton.
0: There's what? two of these in our neighborhood.
1: Two skeletons.
0: There's two enormous Home Depot skeletons. <gasps> Within, oh. walk, within a 10 minute walking distance.
1: Okay, well, we need to touch base later.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll talk about it offline.
1: We'll touch, base. we'll touch base offline. Ping me offline.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for listeners at home, my address is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have one? Thank you, Steph. That is such a good one. Uh, I'm very delighted.
0: I've got I one as well.
1: To skeletons.
0: <laughs> I've got one. Yeah. From a different Steph. <gasps> so many Stephs. Hi, sent Steph. in uh, imatzos. This is uh, Steph S. Um, Hi, Steph. She sends us. I'm walking through the park and I pass this man sitting on a bench, probably in his mid 60s, in biking gear and with his bike next to him, and he's talking on a walkie-talkie. Cool. I pass him, and not 15 feet away is his biking buddy, and they're just chatting back and forth on the walkie-talkies. 15 feet. 15 feet away. That's an eyesight. Yeah, they're just, they're oh. socially distanced, biking. They're both probably just getting oh, some water. I, I forgot
1: about the pandemic. That is, <laughs> that is so darling.
0: It is really, really cute. I also hope they're both like, you're like, Gerald, it's going pretty well today. Over.
1: I would, Josh, I, do you think you and I could do a walkie-talkie? I had one in college. We loved it, but we accidentally set it to the Public Safety Network, and it would just start beeping in the middle of class. It was a
0: disaster. Interesting. Um, You know... The answer that we have to cut is: I do work with Motorola. I might be able to make this happen.
1: Josh, can we please get walkie talkies?
0: <laughs> um, but
1: jo- folks who don't know, oh, cutting back to this, folks who don't know, Josh and I live fairly close. Josh, please, can we get walkie talkies?
0: Yeah, why don't I know we we look we have into cell that. That doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. We should figure that out. It's you know, yeah. It's just got to be like what, like a like a two block range, something like that. Yeah, we live like fifteen minutes away from each other walking. That feels like we should be able to do this.
1: Okay, we're going to check into that. Um, Steph, that's an amazing Imachwa.
0: Yes, thank you, Steph.
1: That is so delightful and so cute and also inspired us. Um, I have another really good one. This is from uh, Audrey.
0: No, not from another, Steph. Not, not that Audrey's not lovely.
1: Audrey says... Uh, so Audrey is is visiting her nieces right now and if if you know Audrey um she loves her nieces which is very precious she, and her nieces love her and they're so cute. And she says I changed my flight to stay three extra days and my niece said it's my lucky day. Oh. Mm. Isn't that really
0: cute. Little kids know, understanding it's so, adult phrases. It's
1: my lucky day. Uh also a um a what appears to be perhaps a porn bot uh just did nothing. So
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, but thank you for uh, contributing, Pornbot.
1: Yes, thank you.
0: If you have earnest moments of the week, we are always looking for them. We don't really bank them, we just get them every week. So we always need them. We should have a plan. We don't. Yeah. And, you know, I would argue that it's probably a really healthy practice to, you know, just try to think of something earnest and good that happened in your week and then send yeah. it to us so that we can monetize it. So, if you want to do that, uh, you can send it to us at Being earnest Pod on all social media networks. We're also beingearnestpod at gmail.com. We've also got a YouTube channel uh, where I guess you could comment an earnest moment there. But you can also listen to all our episodes. You can see some of our live show fundraisers there. Um, you can also share any and all of this with a friend. We got a couple new uh, reviews on Apple Podcasts Which really were just so lovely And they make us, Paula and I Really, we text each other every time we're like, oh my goodness So if yes. you haven't done that yet, we'd really appreciate it And it really goes a long way um, We don't pay for ads If you think this is something That is bringing joy to your life That you think it would bring joy to someone else In your life, life's life It was a weird mm-hmm. sentence, but you get what I mean uh, We'd really appreciate you sharing it Yeah, uh,
1: we love you uh, thank you as always to our good buddy, Ryan Cruz uh, for our beautiful logo. She is at on Instagram at at RB cruiser and our buddy Dylan Dutch uh, for our wonderful theme song. He's on Twitter at, at Dylan Dutch. You can also find his new music uh wherever you listen to music. And he is goes under death love.
0: And until next week, you too can be a podcaster. Just make sure you leave. By thanking everyone, saying your name, and making a request.
1: Thank you guys so much again. This has been Paula and Josh. Write us a review.
0: (laughs) (laughs) See you next week.
1: Bye, everyone. We better see
0: you next week. (laughs) Why not be...